From the studios of Tucson Business Radio X, recorded in the Stewart Title Corporate Offices on Broadway, you are now listening to The Mark Bishop Show. And now here's your host, Mark Bishop. And welcome to another show. You know, it's nice to hear how an innovative nonprofit is continuing to treat patients and train doctors during the global pandemic. And, when, you know, when you think about one in seven people across the globe live with avoidable blindness or visual impairment. Now, my special guest is Dr. Hunter Cherwick, global ophthalmologist ophthalmologist, <laughs> Vice President, Clinical Services of Orbis International. That's O-R-B-I-S. Welcome, Doctor. Well, it's great to be here. Thanks for having us on your show. It's exciting to talk about Orbis and the work we do with avoidable blindness around the world. Well, at least one in seven people live with visual impairment or blindness that is completely avoidable. But experts say that without action, global blindness will triple by the year 2050 and the number of people in need of care is outpacing the number of trained ophthalmologists now doctor what does orbis do correct orbis is a non-profit non-government organization that works around the globe in low to middle income countries to build human resources eye health professionals partner hospitals and globalized technology to help close that gap and make sure the people who need the care most are getting access to quality eye care with a well-trained eye care provider. Okay, so um, as a nonprofit, I mean, tell us about firstly the Flying Eye Hospital, then we'll come back on this. Absolutely, so Orbis started with a Flying Eye Hospital that took flight in 1982. It was a plane that was retrofitted with a eye hospital And the plane traveled around the world to connect the best teachers and the best technology to the areas that needed it most. So we've been to over 95 countries with the Flying Eye Hospital. But what's been very exciting over the decades since we first took flight is how we've built permanent country offices in places like Ethiopia and India to do work day in and day out with our partner hospitals. But also, we have created a distance learning and telemedicine platform called CyberSight 17 years ago. We have 35,000 registered eye health professionals and have done over 32,000 eye consults and are now using things like artificial intelligence to be force multipliers in our war against blindness. Isn't that absolutely amazing? What a wonderful thing. I mean, as an Aussie, of course, growing up with our famous flying doctor service, but this takes the cake. <laughs> um, it's amazing the number of people you're helping. And now, CyberSight, this artificial intelligence technology, uh, obviously it can detect common eye diseases, what, but in mere seconds, I guess, uh, what it would traditionally take, and it uses simulation technology, does it, to tech surgeons how to operate in the same way that, well, I guess like pilots learn to fly planes. And that's why Orbis is a leader in this field, is we've taken a lot of lessons learned from aviation training and are now applying that to medical training like simulation You know, during the lockdowns and COVID, a lot of the residents in current training now are not getting the surgical experiences, are not getting the volumes. And so we're using simulation to fill that gap. We're using artificial intelligence to give real-time, immediate answers 
and to give demonstrations on where the doctor needs to go back and look at a patient. Mm. And then we're following that with a human consultant within 24 hours to continue the mentoring process and build more teaching and more training uh, available online through CyberSight. Wow, what an amazing combination, Doctor. Uh, I did notice, Doc, in researching the story that, uh, what is it, nearly 95 cents of every dollar donated to Orbis. And, folks, this is terrific. I love this bit. It goes directly towards its work, you know, not to executive salaries in preventing avoidable blindness for all these poor devils around the world compared to some figure stats you hear about, you know, in fundraising. That's darn good, isn't it, Doc? I'm very proud of our mission, and I'm very proud of our team. And certainly what we're trying to do with everything we do is put the patient at the center of what we're doing. And so when we look at new technologies, when we look at new corporate partners, and we've been very fortunate to have some of the best corporate partners who always find the answer yes, and find a way to get the job done. So with FedEx, with Alcon, they're always, no matter what we ask for, they're going to give us a yes and help us with our mission to solve blindness. That's so good. for me, I'm very, very lucky. I'm the luckiest doctor you're ever going to speak with <laughs> because I'm surrounded by the best of the best in the field. I've got amazing support with our corporate sponsors and our team. And really what's exciting is how there's never been a better time to be in ophthalmology. We're the first field of all of medicine to have FDA approval for gene therapy, and we're the first field of medicine to have FDA approval for artificial intelligence. We are doing things that I did not think were going to be possible in my career when I left medical school, and now I'm doing it in some of the most remote and low-resource regions of the world. So for me, Orbis is a very exciting you know, organization, a very exciting mission, but it's really the team and the people that get me up out of bed every morning excited to do my job. Oh, that's uh, that's amazing to hear and a thrill for you. Folks, www.orbis.org. Have a good read about everything and if you want to donate too, all right. Doctor, how many people are living with avoidable blindness uh, in your estimate and what are the causes? Yeah. yeah, that's a great question. And as you started the segment, one out of every seven people on earth today have visual impairment or avoidable blindness. And what I mean by avoidable blindness is someone who cannot see clearly from a cause that could have been prevented or treated with access to quality care. And the vast majority of that are in low to middle income countries mm. where they don't have access to a well-trained eye health professional or the technology is available to treat. Even a pair of simple glasses can be difficult to get in sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah. So we work with local partners. We do trainings. Everything we do is to get our technology and training to the people who need it most. And that's why, whether it's on the plane, which we're not doing during COVID, but even on CyberSight and with simulation, mm -hmm. we're bringing technologies and resources that weren't even available to me when I was doing my residency program. And we're now bringing them to the most you know, needy parts of the world. And for me, that's what's so exciting is how we've really flattened the world, how people now have iPhones and, and technology all around the world, mm -hmm. and how people can watch a video and watch a lecture for free on CyberSight, no matter where they are in the world. That's really good. So tell us your favorite examples of patients that you've helped, or for that matter, doctors that you've trained. 
That's a great question. One of my favorite places on earth is Mongolia. It's kind of like Montana on steroids. It's got the most beautiful summers you can imagine and the coldest winters you can possibly imagine. Well, for over a decade, I've been working with the doctors there. And what's really exciting is some of the residents that I saw their first surgical cases have now become teachers and trainers themselves in their hospitals. We have a very special hospital, the Mother and Children's Hospital, where we have a patient named Marla. At 42 days of life, she had cataract surgery. Her mother, her father, and her maternal grandmother all had cataracts. The great news was we were able to do that surgery, and she became the youngest person in the country to receive the operation for uh, cataract surgery. Mm. She recently became a big sister, and what's exciting is that Orbis-trained doctors are now following her little brother, so if he ever needs it, they can get expert opinions on CyberSight for free. And what's really exciting is three weeks ago, we had a doctor who's an expert in pediatric ophthalmology helping in an OR case, an operating room case in Mongolia. He was up at two in the morning helping them with their first pediatric glaucoma case real time where someone in Indiana is helping real time a surgeon in the operating room in Mongolia with a child with a very complicated disease of pediatric glaucoma. And I'm very pleased that it was a complete success. The patient is doing well. And this is what Orvis is all about, creating innovation, creating networking to give people the support they need to address blindness in their own communities. Absolutely amazing. You can tell your heart is in the right place, Doc. You're excited. You love it. You live for it. And you know what? In what you do, you must get a heck of a thrill with all the results that you see come out of it all, all the positivity. Absolutely. I would tell you the silliest question to ask someone these days is, are you happy? Because if you are happy, you come out of being happy to think about it. You're not in the moment. The right question to ask someone is, are you doing something meaningful? Are you surrounded by good people? And are you growing and learning every day? And for me, Orbis ticks those boxes with a big exclamation point. For me, I get to work with the best volunteers, the best surgeons in the world. Every day I'm learning from our partners of how they've created solutions to challenging problems with limited resources. I get to work with amazing technical experts. And as I said, our corporate partners could not give us more support. They are absolutely fantastic, whether it's FedEx giving us the plane or Alcon giving us surgical supplies. Mm. I am very, very, very fortunate, and I'm reminded of that every day, of being in an incredible field with an incredible team. And I'm also very fortunate. You know, when you see a child like Marla who had cataract surgery at 42 days of life, you know, I think my problems become very small. And I I, I get a different perspective when you see someone who is blind and without hope in a country around the world. I, I realize every day and I count my blessings every day. So, yes, I am the luckiest doctor you're going to meet or speak to on your show. Well, I'd love to have you again another time because we've run out of that right now. But, uh, folks, I want you to go to www.orbis, O-R-B-I-S, orbis.org, O-R-G.org, okay? Doc, it's been absolutely amazing speaking to Dr. Hunter Chowick, a global ophthalmologist with a specific career interest on how training and technologies can be used to eliminate avoidable blindness, particularly in low-resource communities around the world. Fab, Doc, keep up the good work, okay? Thank you, sir. 